Hi, friends. I'm Annie F. Downs. And y'all, coming your way March 5th is the release of the Let's Read the Gospels Guided Journal. Target is going to be carrying it too, which is crazy. We're so excited. It blows my mind that we get the chance to help people discover the Gospels while they are shopping at Target, y'all. I mean... Sneaky Jesus. Y'all know, you know, you know. The Guided Journal is a 30-day experience that takes you through all four Gospels again and gives you journaling prompts and questions to process as you go. It'd be such a perfect gift for a friend and a great thing for you to go through with someone else. You can pre-order Let's Read the Gospels right now wherever you love to buy books. Okay, so let's read the Gospels. The Gospels are the first four books of the New Testament in the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are the stories of Jesus Christ's life on earth, the friendships, the parables, the sacrifices, the meals, the miracles. Here's how this works. I'm going to read one chapter to you today. You can listen or read along in your own Bible. And then I'll mention a verse or an idea that stood out to me, and then I'll pray. And that's it. So today is January 30th. I'll be reading Mark 9 from the New International Version. Mark 9. And he said to them, Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see that the kingdom of God has come with power. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say. They were so frightened. Then a cloud appeared and covered them, and a voice came from the cloud, This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. They kept the matter to themselves, discussing what rising from the dead meant. And they asked him, Why do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure, Elijah does come first and restores all things. Why then is it written that the Son of Man must suffer much and be rejected? But I tell you, Elijah has come, and they have done to him everything they wished, just as it is written about him. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with them about? He asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered, It has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently, and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet, and he stood up. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, this kind can come out only by prayer. 
They left that place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were because he was teaching his disciples. He said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days he will rise. But they did not understand what he meant and were afraid to ask him about it. They came to Capernaum. When he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? But they kept quiet because on the way they had argued about who was the greatest. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. He took a little child whom he placed among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. Teacher, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me, for whoever is not against us is for us. Truly, I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will certainly not lose their reward. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than with two hands to go into hell where the fire never goes out. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell where the worms that eat them do not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt among yourselves and be at peace with each other. That is Mark 9 in the NIV. Man, there is so much when I think about what stands out in this. And what's really standing out to me is when Jesus and and Peter, I just love back at the beginning, when Peter is like, I'm going to build shelters when they're up on this mountaintop during the transfiguration. He's like, you know what? Let's let's like live here. Let's just stay up here. I just love that. Y'all may know this. I really love Peter. I think he's great. I love how he processes things and how he thinks through things and sometimes doesn't think through things. And when something amazing happens, he thinks, I just want to stay here. Can we just all stay here? And gosh, that is in me too. The like, when it's good, I just want to stay good forever. I don't want anything to change. And and I don't know if you experienced that as well, but this idea of like, no, there's like more for you when you're not on the mountaintop, you know, like there's more coming. There's so much more for Peter in his life. He couldn't have stayed on that mountaintop forever. He would have missed out on what was actually better and what was coming. And so um, that's true for us too. We don't want to miss out on what is coming because we believe that the best is here right now. And so today what God is giving you is the best for your day, but there is more, there is more coming for you. So I'm grateful for that. Let's pray together. Jesus, uh, thank you for Peter. You know how I feel about Peter. I just think that guy's great. Even in his worst moments, I just am so thankful for his example to us of being human. And I thank you for this example of like, when it feels great, we just want to stay there forever. And like, this is it. And and time gets like memorialized, like that was the best it was ever going to be. And so God, will you just remind us that the best is yet to come, that, that you have more for us that we can have great memories and great experiences, and yet you have more for us coming. And so I'm thankful for that, God. Thank you for that. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.